and welcome back to Arena On Air. For this episode, we are joined by Haysom Kadri and Hend Ayub, two cast members from A Thousand Splendid Sons now playing at Arena Stage. We talk about everything from their first experiences in theater to what book they would adapt for the stage to their experiences in the show. A Thousand Splendid Sons, adapted from the New York Times bestselling novel, tells the courageous story of two Afghan women whose lives are unexpectedly bound together. Hi, my name is Hind Ayub, and I play Maryam. Hi, I'm Haysom Kadri, and I play Rashid. Can you give us a the briefest of brief descriptions of what A Thousand Splendid Sons is? It's quite a epic tale, uh, obviously based off of Khaled Hosseini's uh, best-selling novel. It uh, follows three generations of women that are bound by family, um, marriage, and a secret past. It's set in in modern day Kabul, and it's qu- it's quite an interesting arc because it um, it follows the friendship of two women in the most unlikely circumstances. It's um, it's I, it, to me it feels a, like Greek tragedy. <laughs> it's that epic scope. So even though we have a kitchen and there's you know there's there's a domestic family story to it, it does it's not a kitchen sink drama. It's really a, a epic a huge, epic, Greek-sized um, uh, play. Great. So can you guys both talk a little bit more about who each of your characters are? Uh, Maryam is um, Rashid's wife. We meet Maryam in the play after um, she's... Well, first, she's a Harami, which means she's an illegitimate child of Jalil um, and Nana, who was a servant at, in his house. Um, she suffered a lot of disappointments, miscarriages... She kept trying to make it work. It didn't. We meet her at a point in her life where she pretty much given up. And then Layla comes in and changes everything. And what is what is that relationship between Layla and Mariam? And and how does that grow? And how does it? It starts from a very like they very well. Mariam doesn't like Layla at all. And then, but Mariam finds a camaraderie ship and a sisterhood with her. So can you talk a little bit about how that happens and how, um, you know, we keep talking about how that's such an important story to tell, but it's also like when you watch it, it seems like a somewhat unlikely uh, sisterhood because of the way that they're like brought into this household together. Layla, at first, she's like a threat. She's a second wife. Uh, and he's treating her well and telling her you're the queen of this house and that I have to um, provide anything she needs. Like, just ask Maryam and she'll do it. And then um, there's a moment uh, in the play where she uh, stands up for Maryam. Um, Rashid is going to hit Maryam and, and Layla says no. And which makes uh, Maryam looks at Layla in a different way. And then she has to take care of the child that Layla asked her to look after her. And uh, and the bond with the child is the beginning of this uh, great friendship. Rashid, he's uh, he's a shoemaker. He's married to uh, Mariam, and um, he's quite an interesting uh, character. Uh, fascinating because after years of marriage and several attempts at having a child with Mariam, uh, his sense of purpose as a man is, is always being questioned. And so when Laila comes, when he saves Laila from the rubble after um, 
their house was hit by a bomb, he finds a renewed sense of purpose and a renewed energy and starts to um, let that affect who he is. And and so he, he's um, he has quite a dynamic shift from the beginning and uh, obviously to the end. But what I like most about playing this character is that he's very complex. He may come across as quite um, uh, villainous. <laughs> The audience will obviously not identify with him, uh, but he's still a three-dimensional human being. Um, he has a lifeline. He has a story, and ultimately, he he's a real uh, person that that I that I'm finding, you know, as much nuance in as possible. The novel it's talking about a time in the '90s that we are somewhat removed from now. Why do you think that this story is still an important one to be telling, um, not just on stage, but in Washington, D.C., in this country? It resonates. It's topical still. It, and we're coming up to the 20th anniversary of the invasion of, of Af Afghanistan. Uh, 2001 was the invasion. So unfortunately, every year we've done this play, it's been topical. But this isn't just a story about Afghanistan. Every single person in that audience can relate to characters in this play, and they they can identify with the circumstances, or they can identify with the situations that are happening in the play. Yeah, I, I think it's very important because the role of the United States in what happened in Afghanistan, there was, there was a big role there. So I think that's why the play is important. And Haysom, you've been with the show for many years now. Yes. <laughs> Many years. Well, it feels like many years, but yeah. Um, but have you seen, like, it's obviously stayed relevant, it's stayed topical. Have things, have you started looking at different things in the show differently as new things happen in the world? Has it changed what the context is of certain things in the show as yeah. it's moved on? Yeah, well, that this is a testament to a good play and a good story is that it, it still, um, you know, still ha carries weight regardless if it's 2017 and 2020, or if it's Shakespeare in, you know, 1595 or 2005. Um, and so we ha I, what we've done is we've tried to really create more nuance with the characters. We've tried to better the storytelling. But ultimately, you know, Khalid Hosseini, he's the star of the show. The novel is the star of the show. And um, it's really a, a difficult undertaking to distill two hours in, of, a, of an epic novel and just put it on the stage. Um, and obviously there's, there's huge success because it's had uh, many iterations since 2017. This will be the ninth production and, it, and there's more coming. There's two more in Canada uh, that have just been announced and um, you know hopefully more in the States. So it seems like this play um, has a life, a long life, um, and it will continue to have a life, and we'll continue to tell that story as long as it's relevant. Well, one thing I've noticed with the way that the production is actually built, um, it is kind of timeless in the way that it's the story is told. Because I found myself, until we get to the Titanic scene, not really having any, like, Time frame. context, yeah. I was constantly saying, are, is it 1964, mm. is it 1990, is it 2017? Because um, there aren't a whole lot of time period markers unless you're like really, really thinking about the history and timeline of how things are changing. 
But I think that that is actually probably really helpful to the production to be able to continue to have a long life because it can be a story that's its story. You don't, it's not as dated as it could potentially be if you were sticking to a stricture of... And now it's 1993. Yeah, and, and a lot of people have context of they've read this story, mm-hmm. but the great thing about this play is that this, this yeah. play stands on its own, and that's and Khaled was very, very um, adamant about not following the linear track of the novel. And um, Carrie and Ursula decided to start this play, right, The, the Friendship of the Women. Yeah. And, and we do flashback scenes, um, you know, to give context. And it jumps time, and, and there's a lot of theatricality, and there's a lot of stylized movement. It, it's fun to, to play with theatre craft and, and create something and not have to worry about something linear like time. I think what's great about this, this play is that it's kind of a great story that is educational, like you learn something about the the country and what happened there, but the story itself is what really I think people love. And it has so many themes, the friendship, the sisterhood, the love, domestic violence. Sacrifice. Uh, uh, like it, it deals with so many things, uh, women's fight for freedom. And it's still, again, we talked about relevant um, the domestic violence, it's not just Afghanistan, it's all over the world, even here in the United States. Three women die every day by an ex or current partner. Uh, scary, nobody thinks about this when you watch this kind of story and think, oh, well, it's happening there. No, it's happening everywhere. Totally different subject matter, but I just saw, have you guys seen Little Women yet? Yes. So I just saw it this weekend and I went with two people who have never read the book before. And so they were, and in the way that um, the The movie is built is it's nonlinear. It's it's a lot like this where you're getting like different parts of the story that every, that, that everyone might already know and most people do. And if you do, then you kind of have some extra insights into what's going on. But we were talking with the two other people who had never read the book before and they loved the movie and they were so interested in the way that the story is being told and now they want to go read the book. Right to figure out, like, well, what are all those extra pieces? Yeah, exactly. And this is a lot like that. And sometimes when you read the book, you come to see the play and like, oh, why is this scene not there? Yeah, it's a very successful adaptation. I I don't envy anybody that tries to um, take a novel and and put it into two hours. And there's been many um, countless numbers of unsuccessful adaptations of epic stories or epic Mm -hmm. novels or, you know, popular novels. So... Uh, uh, this really, really has a, a long life, and um, it's got a strong through line. It's got a great arc. Um, the characters are very clear, um, and there's a with the design elements and the music, um, the theatricality is, is really compelling. So it's um. And she kept the whole heart of the book in there, mm-hmm. like all the main scenes and the lines that are in the book yeah. are there on stage. It's yeah. just beautiful. And you've worked in theater and on Broadway as well as TV and film. Um, what are your favorite things about the different mediums of acting? I love everything. Anything that is acting is great. <laughs> theater is great because you 
get to live the character and the events right there with the, with the people. It's like a breathing, living thing, I feel. And I love that you have like a long time to discover more and more things. Like you can, you keep working on the character and discovering things each show. It's like, oh my God, this came out in an interesting way. And I feel like the character can take over sometimes when you are on stage because you have such a long time to discover new things and work on it. And I love on camera stuff because they live forever. Unless you're on VHS. <laughs> and then it's, no, then it's, it's done. done. It's done. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, theater, the, the sad thing is like it goes on and then it's yeah, like it's done. death every <laughs> single time. I don't know. I'm very sad when, we, when any play closes. It's like. That's true. Because yeah. you do. You, you become so close to that character. Exactly. And then you just have to put it in a box then and like, done. leave it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us come close to the character. Others leave the character at the theater. <laughs> Listen, I'm nothing like it. I promise. <laughs> Others like to shed the character before they go home. I think that's fair. Um, well, Hasem, you also work as the fight captain on A Thousand Splendid Sons. Yeah. Um, so what is that like, working as an actor and in fight choreography? I love the discipline of uh, fight direction. I love uh, simulation of violence on stage. I think it's really... Um, creating an illusion of violence on stage, but also having a, making it safe, something that I'm really, really interested in. And I run the Shakespeare Company in Calgary. Um, so most of our plays have some kind of um, physical interaction or, or violence. In a lot of cases, it's swords and fights. And um, so I've developed that discipline throughout the years, and I've really grown to, um, to enjoy um, creating the illusion of violence and having an audience be shocked by uh, what they see and yet it being safe and it's it's important to make sure that everybody feels safe in the room right. yeah it's um you know very i wouldn't say ordinary characters but in, in but they're in very extraordinary circumstances and so that heightened element of violence and that heightened storytelling feeds into the whole um you know where an audience gets swept away and they to the point where they, they, they want to jump out of their seats and strangle Rashid. Mm. They do. They really, because his version of love, what he finds his sees as his version of love is right. And we've got a fourth wall there, and the audience is going, "That's not right." And he's going, "It's right. It's right. It's right." And, you know, because when I do Shakespeare. Um, you know, you've got some nasty characters like the Richard the Thirds of the oh, world yes. who turn to the audience and yeah, say, I'm going to mess things up here. Watch me kill mm -hmm. some people. And the audience goes, oh, great. Now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, part, of the plan. I'm part of the plan, yeah. right? So there's a different relationship with those characters that, that break the fourth wall. But here you're watching, you're auditing, and you're seeing this guy. And um, it's just the power of theater and the power of being having a community together in one room all watching the same thing and... Um, feeling, um, you know, for the most part in this play, they feel a lot of anger and frustration at the, the circumstances and the, the dynamics that happen between Rashid and the women in the show. So, um, but there's something lovely about the friendship that the women forge. And there's something lovely about, um, well, I'll say Hen's character, Mediam, how she starts off the play really dark in a dark place and she starts it's kind of like this slug that turns into this butterfly by the end of the play 
She really comes into her own. She, um, she finds who she is. She becomes the person she never thought she could be. And she becomes this beautiful um, light that emerges at the end of and at the end of the play. We see her in her full, um, in her full essence, and I think it's pretty um, apropos for that character to start in the darkness and end in the light. She has the most dynamic shift of all characters, in my humble opinion. You know, there's kids in the show. There's a, there's humor. So we try to bank on as much humor as possible because we go down a very dark, steep cliff. <laughs> pretty fast and so there's moments of um, humanity that we see and there's a resiliency that, that, that these people have they've been in, in war for how long they've seen shifts in power for decades and you know you go from the Soviet invasion to the Mujahideen to the Taliban um, I, I can't imagine the incredible amount of um, you know the the that's what you get when you when when you go through such such adversity. You become resilient, you become resolved, you become um, resourceful. You become so many things. What do you hope audiences will? If there's one thing that they take away, what do you hope they take away from this production? So many things. That there's a human being behind the burqa. You get to see these women who wear burqas, and when you see them, you probably have all kind of ideas and thoughts. So I love that you get to see the human being behind the burqa. There's a whole life and backstory and pain and disappointments and love, resilience. Um, Miriam and Layla in the play and book make you see the other in a different way. It makes you realize that the other is the same as us, basically. And when you really think about um, two of the main themes in the play, as we talked about um, before, domestic abuse and women's rights, you realize how universal these issues are. Um, like we said here in the States, women are being killed. And also, even though the, the Taliban is an extreme horrific example of women oppression, some people even here in the States, want to impose their religious views and take away some of women's rights. So it's good to think about all that when you usually like listen to the story or see the play and thinking, oh, this happens there. No, it's happens. It's happening even here. Not only the domestic violence thing, but also uh, women's rights. So it's good to think about these things and leave the theater with that. Thank you both for being here. We really yeah, appreciate so your much. time. Thank thanks you. for having us. It was fun. Yeah. Come see the play. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Arena On Air. If you liked what you heard, please tag, comment, and subscribe. And remember to use the hashtag Arena On Air. Make sure to catch Hasem and Hend on stage in A Thousand Splendid Suns, now playing through March 1st. As always, a huge thank you to our fellows, Caroline Austin, Brandon Pilar, and myself, Tristan Evans, for our help in the production of this show. 